There is a direct connection between your self-worth and the state of your boundaries. Boundaries set expectations of what we will and will not accept from ourselves and others. They are important because they help us to focus on what is most important in our lives and they stop us from saying yes to things we really want to say no to. In today's Health Styles podcast, Chelsea Allen LeBlom, licensed professional counselor from Sarah Bush Lincoln, will be here to talk about how to set boundaries and how they can help build your self-esteem. She'll outline strategies for handling situations when people cross your boundaries and how to verbalize your boundaries in a direct and honest manner. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with our conversation with Chelsea after this quick message. Severe back pain couldn't stop Amy from teaching yoga. Knee pain wouldn't stop Beth from dancing with her husband, George. Arthritis in the shoulder couldn't stop Kyle's joy of teeing it up on the golf course. They discovered world-class surgery and rehab with Sarah Bush Lincoln Orthopedics. Learn how you can get back in the game with the largest orthopedic and sports medicine team in downstate Illinois. Sarah Bush Lincoln. Welcome back to Health Styles, the podcast. I'm your host, Lori Banks, and Chelsea Allen LeBomb, licensed professional counselor from Sarah Bush Lincoln, is here today. And we are talking about boundaries, the what, the why, and the how. So Chelsea, let's get started with the first question. What are boundaries? Great first question, Lori. So just to break it down for you, boundaries can be different from person to person and are mediated by variations in culture, personality, and then also social context. But boundaries are basically statements of intent that you put in place to protect you from the conflicting demands of daily life. And so setting boundaries is a way to define our expectations of ourselves and others in different kinds of relationships. So it's kind of like, this is what I will and will will not accept. Yes, absolutely. You. What you're willing to tolerate and what you are not willing to tolerate. Okay. So next question. So why are boundaries important? Well, personal boundaries are important because they stop you from saying yes whenever you would rather say no. They define what is and what is not okay with you, what you're willing and not willing to tolerate. They allow you to focus on the important things to you in your life and not get distracted by the things that aren't important to you after all. And of course, we all have to do things that we don't want to do from time to time because that's just life and that's, you know, the reality. But boundaries can help keep you on track generally by taking away some of the stress of the decision-making process. So does this turn you then into an instant no person? Not exactly, Lori. So boundaries aren't saying that you can't do certain things that maybe you did before or that you can't help others who might be in need of it. It's just a way to kind of have that sense of self-awareness to know when enough is enough and when you're pushing yourself over the edge. Chelsea, I want you to explain the difference between boundaries and rules for people. So the difference between a rule and a boundary is a rule is a set expectation. It's basically telling somebody, do not do this, do not do that, just like you would like with your children to kind of set the expectations of what the household rules are. Whereas a boundary is more of 
a request. It's setting your guidelines, your expectations, because people don't have any obligation to really respect our boundaries. It's our hope that if they love and if they care about us, that they'll be respectful of our wishes. Um, But it's a more kind way of stating what you are going to allow and what you're not going to allow in your life. All right, Chelsea, before we get into, you know, how do we set boundaries, just give us some examples of what a boundary is. What does it look like? What does it sound like? Okay, so there are lots of different ways that we can set boundaries and in different aspects of our life. So one of the more obvious ways that we set boundaries and one of the most common things that we think of when we hear the word boundaries is in our relationships. And so that can be with a partner, that can be with your family, that can be with your children. So what this might look like in a romantic relationship would be to, you know, communicate to your partner that spending quality time together is something that's important to you and making it very clear that you would like to set a time each week to come together to have a date night and to stick to that assigned time. And then for for example, for a child, um, setting boundaries for children is important because we're also teaching them that it's okay to say no and to prioritize their needs. And so an example of this might be, say you are at the grocery store. This is a common one. Say you're at the grocery store and your child really, really wants that toy that they see on the shelf, but you just really don't have the money in the budget to pay for it. So instead of saying I don't have the money for that right now. That's not really going to make sense to the child because they really have no perception of like what money is and the value of money and making a purchase of the toy. They just know that they want the toy. Um, So instead of saying, no, you can't have that. Instead, you could say, I see how much you want that toy. Let's go home. I'll check my budget. And then we'll see if there's any way that we can get it on another trip to the store. That way you're not saying no, but you're also not saying yes. You're saying not right now, but this is a possibility. And then our boundaries are not only for our expectations for others and our relationships. We can also set boundaries with ourselves. And whenever you're getting started into the process of setting boundaries, it's a lot easier to kind of start with yourself so that you are prioritizing your needs and you are sticking to these expectations that you set for yourself so that you know how to respond in other situations when others might not be doing the same thing. And so one way that we can set a boundary for ourselves is by being respectful of our own time. We're so easily distracted these days. And so a good first step would be to be respectful of your time and to commit to spending less time of your on your phone and spending more time in the present moment. And also with time, that would be like taking on additional responsibilities. And so saying no to people asking a favors for, from you and committing to these expectations that you just don't have the time for. Because you also need to consider, you know, whenever you're saying yes to something, what are the things that you're saying no to? So Chelsea, I want you to talk about how setting boundaries helps build self-esteem and that connection between self-esteem and boundaries. 
So to put it simply, exercising your boundary rights is a radical act of self-love. And so whenever you set a personal boundary, it's a, it's an important part of your own self-care and can help to honor and respect your own emotional and psychological needs. Your preferences are a vital part of what makes you, you. There is a direct connection between sharing our truths, advocating for ourselves, and our self-esteem. Real self-love and healthy self-esteem are less of a feeling and are more of a way of life which are evidenced in your behaviors, your choices, and your boundaries. And so the more that we practice making choices that align with our true feelings, our preferences, and our desires, the greater our self-regard and self-confidence, which is why I wanted to focus on teaching this to those who are listening in how to set boundaries so that in turn that will help you to boost your self-esteem. Whenever you express your boundaries, that means that you're expressing and sharing your preferences, your limits, and your deal breakers with the people in your life. And that makes it very clear that you know your worth and that you're not willing to accept anything less. All right. Well, let's talk about how we get started at setting boundaries. We've kind of broke this down into four easy steps. Maybe it's easier said than done, but you know, if it were easy, everyone would do it, right? Right, exactly. Very much so easier said than done. Um, but learning about yourself and setting your preferences is an important part of the boundary setting process. And so that means your first step is going to be set your boundaries literally. Um, but this requires you to first take an inventory of your relationships, make some time and space to think about the important connections in your life. And so that means asking questions like, what are your experiences? What are your complaints? What are your deal breakers or your non-negotiables in relationships? Of course, there's no perfect relationship, but the real questions are in your relationships, are you comfortable with sharing your complaints or your experiences? Or are you instead stuffing your experiences down and not talking about it just to not be a burden to somebody else or to not feel like a burden to somebody else? In this stage, you're going to want to be honest with yourself and you're going to want to check in with how you're truly feeling. So who might you have resentment for in your life? Are you feeling angry with anyone? Are you disappointed anyone? It might be helpful to write this down and kind of just do, like I said, a whole inventory of those relationships in your life. Really get to know yourself and your preferences. These boundaries can look different from person to person, from relationship to relationship, and they should be flexible. They should be supportive of you and your lifestyle, not hindering to you. All right. Number two is to get real specific about the problem and decide what the consequences are if someone breaks one of your boundaries. Yes, this is an important step because it is bound to happen. And honestly, we should expect other people to break our boundaries or to not respect our boundaries because it's something different and it's something that we've never asked of before. And so some people might forget, um, but if you're finding that there's certain people who are repeatedly breaking these boundaries or just not respecting your requests, then there needs to be some type of consequence consequence attached to the action. So you'll be biased by the person and the context and a whole bunch of other factors. And so it's important to kind of think about that from the beginning, what consequence might, what a consequence might look like in different relationships. 
You're right. So you have all this in your head, which is great, but it's not going to go too far if you don't communicate it. And that's step number three, is to communicate everything you've decided very clearly to the people around you. Yes, absolutely. People can't read our mind. They don't know what our expectations are in relationships. And so it's important to make your boundaries known and to make them very clear. It's important in this stage to also use assertive communication and to avoid being overly aggressive, like making it sound like it's a rule, and then to avoid being passive and acting like it's not that big of a deal if they don't abide by these. That kind of defeats the whole purpose of boundary setting. So we want to make sure that they know what is okay and what is not okay and to ensure quality in your relationships. And the last step is to follow through and follow up. you got to keep this going. This can't just be a one-time thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, If someone crosses your boundary, you have to do what you said so that they know that this is serious and this is something that that really affects you and that you need from them. And so it's important to be firm, but also to be compassionate. All right, Chelsea, you've talked about the steps. Now I want to hear what this sounds like. Let's let's role play here. You know, we're we're girlfriends and we, you know, go to lunch, we go shopping, but I am constantly uh, crossing one of your boundaries. Okay, so let's kind of add on to that. And let's say that Lori is constantly bailing on our plans. Like we've made these plans to go to the mall and to go shopping and she says, "Look, Chelsea, I have something else that I have to do today." Um, sorry, can't make it. Well, for me, I've already kind of carved out that time into my schedule to spend this quality time with my friend. And so I want to let her know that that really hurts my feelings whenever she does that. So I might say something along the lines of, Lori, I really appreciate you being honest with me, but it really hurts my feelings whenever you cancel our plans at the last minute. I really need you to give me more of a notice or else I'm not going to be able to save this time for you anymore. Our time together is really valuable, but I have to do what's best for me and I have to set this boundary. Well, that seems simple enough. It's very straightforward, direct, honest. You're not being mean. Yes. But you are putting yourself first in that conversation. You're saying, this is how this makes me feel. Um, but I appreciate our time together and I want to spend time with you, but I'm not going to basically put up with you canceling on me at the last minute. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's a really common misconception is that we, when we think of boundaries, we think that we're going to be mean to somebody else, but it is absolutely very possible to be compassionate and to be kind when setting a boundary. Don't you think sometimes we assume people know how we feel? All the time. Yeah. (laughs) Because we know how we feel. And so we think that other people should know that how we feel based off of, you know, maybe like nonverbals or like, you know, I didn't talk to my boyfriend this morning, so he should know that I'm upset with him. Anybody Um, that's ever been in a relationship knows that. Like, you know, how can they not know that that bothers me? Well, they don't. Yes. And that's always no. And that's why boundaries are so crucial to have a healthy relationship is because when you set boundaries, you are communicating to your partner your needs, your wants, and your desires so they can know what your needs, wants, and desires are and respect that. Yeah. Because it's they just 
I'm sorry, I'm going to, men, men particularly, they can't just read everything off of your face. As much as we want them to. They just can't do it, Lori. They can't. They just can't read our minds. I wish they could. Well, maybe not. <laughs> they might be running the other way if they can hear what's going on in our heads all the time. <laughs> so we can filter that by communicating what we want to them and letting them know how their behaviors make us feel. All right, so in an ideal world, you'd set your boundaries. You say what you said to me about, you know, feeling, you know, your feelings being hurt about me bailing on you. And in an ideal world, the other person would go, I I understand, I'm really sorry. But that doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes people may go, I don't know what you're talking about, or that's your problem, not mine. What do you do then? You know, Lori, defensiveness is actually a pretty common response sometimes whenever we set boundaries. And it's unfortunate because when someone is defensive, that makes us feel invalidated. And sometimes that makes us want to revert back to our normal behaviors because that feels uncomfortable to have that conflict. And so that's why a lot of people don't follow through on setting boundaries is because they feel like they're burdening somebody else with their requests when really that's not the case at all. So someone can say that's a you thing. Well, you know, that might be a them thing that they're not willing to accept this feedback. And then the and that they're not willing to change their behaviors from it. And so for these kind of people, for this kind of situation, you know, as long as you've kind of followed those steps that we've outlined in this podcast, that you're doing everything to a T, that you're staying firm, and that you're expressing those consequences, then if the consequence is to no longer communicate with this individual or to limit the amount of communication that you have with this individual, then it might be necessary to follow through so that they can see that you are not willing to accept that, you know, again, that you're not willing to accept less than what you have outlined in your life and that you are doing this to live a healthier lifestyle and to just be overall happier. And don't we all, we all deserve that. Right. Absolutely. We all deserve to have mutually respectful relationships. Chelsea, you've given us a lot of great things to think about, and we want to end today's podcast with some words of wisdom from you. Absolutely. So just to kind of sum up everything, to wrap it all up, to communicate to you that you are a beautiful human and you deserve to have boundaries and to feel respected in your relationships and to live an overall happy life, I want to close out by saying that the foundation of healthy boundaries is developing an ability to know, to honor, and to protect yourself. Your boundaries are a beautiful guide on who you are as a person. Your personal boundaries are customizable and they're created by you. So becoming an expert on you is the way to better boundaries. Understanding you and having a good relationship with yourself is important because it's the most important relationship you'll ever have in your life. When you fall madly and deeply in love with you, you begin to look within for answers and you start to trust yourself in what you think and feel because what you think and feel matters. All right. Very well said. Thanks for coming in and chatting today. Thank you for having me. Here's a quick recap of the steps for setting boundaries. First, define what they are. Determine what you will and won't accept from the people in your life. Next, decide the consequences if someone crosses your boundaries because it will happen at some point. Don't keep your boundaries to yourself. Communicate them to those in your life. And finally, you have to follow through. Do what you said you will do. Be compassionate, but be firm. 
Thanks for listening. We hope this information is helpful to you in building better relationships with those around you. For Health Styles, this is Lori Banks. Have a great day.